Hey everybody, I'm Kendall Long, and today I am joined in the Down to Date podcast studio with Annalise, Hello. my producer. Hi, happy to be on this side of the booth. Right? Mm-hmm. Now now you are in the place of giving all the advice to the people. I know, and I have to say, I miss the safety of the uh, of the recording studio. It feels like nice and safe behind that double-sided glass. I'm not even on a glass. date, and I feel very intimidated to be in here. Yeah, now, now the eyes are on you. Oh gosh, so, no. <laughs> Let's begin with your dating life. Oh gosh. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I am single. I am queer. I date women. Um, and dating in LA is just very tricky. And actually, the one thing that's been very nice about working for this podcast is I've seen these like incredibly like accomplished and beautiful people come into the studio and say the same thing, which is finding love in the city is hard. And I think, gosh, like if this person is having a hard time, well, no wonder I would have a hard time because my dating pool is a lot smaller. Yeah, so, how is the dating scene in Los Angeles for queer women? Oh, it's rough. I yeah. mean, it's not rough. It's just, I think that, you know, everything that straight people experience is what we experience as well, but with mm-hmm. the added question of like, oh, how do I know if this person is queer? So that's like the first question is that whenever you meet someone, you're kind of trying to think of like, there's certain coded ways to be like, you say your sexuality to someone and then you see if they can relate and they'll be like, oh, me too. Or they'll say something to kind of let you know. Um, but just that whole first step is really tricky. Um, and then be- then once you hurdle over that, then yeah. you're encountered with everything else, which is flaky people, people who cancel dates at the last minute. We go through all yes. of that same stuff too. Hands down. And then just, you know, finding, just finding people, just, you know, online dating isn't really fun for, I think, well, anyone. That's the thing that um, I feel like I haven't been faced with in like dating in person. Yeah. You know, there's almost like that question in the beginning of, oh, you have to almost get over a hump mm-hmm. or figure figure out if you're compatible and then then starting yeah. into it. Do you feel like that's something that is I'm trying to figure out how to do you feel like that's something that's like difficult in the beginning or you have to learn how to get in the groove of that? I mean, I mean, yeah, I think that like anything, it's like, well, first of all, there aren't a lot of like spaces to meet people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then when you do do online dating, it is that kind of like, well, what what do I ask this person? Because consciously in the back of my mind, I'm thinking like if a guy were to say this, would I think this is like charming or would I think this is gross you know what I mean like I even though I'm not a guy like I I I think especially like queer women we try to not be creepy because there are a lot of like misconceptions about what it's like to be queer and so we're constantly like well I don't want to seem like I'm being like a creep even though we're not and it's 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 just kind of funny to kind of navigate that way yeah I feel like whenever it comes to especially like dating through an app Mm -hmm. or texting it's difficult to have your personality come across more effectively I feel I feel like too like am I saying something weird I'll message something and I'll send it and I'll be like oh man like that could have been taken away like so many different ways oh my gosh oh my gosh that's like my biggest nightmare and then you want to be like because I'm a very goofy person and I want that to come across but then I think like oh well is this joke too weird like are they just gonna think I'm bizarre like am I gonna think you know like you want to be charming and show who you are but also it is hard. You want to put your best foot forward and it's hard to find that balance. Well, that's why I use emojis. 
I feel yes. like the emoji can give an overall feel of a message. Yes. Like, oh, I'm going to hunt, like, follow you in your sleep. And then you're like, winky face. <laughs> like, just <laughs> kidding. I'm not going to stalk you when you sleep. I don't oh know. Oh, my gosh. I know emojis do help. But then I find that if people use too many emojis, that's also a red flag. That's me. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I Well, I mean, describe too many emojis. I think you can use... See, to me, I, t- I tend to not put an emoji in my first message. Okay. But like, t- then it's like you have, you can use the smiley emojis, but then I just feel like more than two in one message is a little bit too much. It depends on how familiar yeah. you are. Because to me, I'll send seven hearts to my mom or to my best friend. That's like collectively but- one emoji. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. It's just like I really love yes. you. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I think that the more you collect, the more familiar you are with someone. So that's why I tend to like hold off and be a little bit more conservative with my yeah. emojis. And you kind of inside joke emojis. Yeah, but I do at least one emoji. You probably noticed this in all of our text oh, messages. Yeah, text. Yeah, I I put at least one emoji in every message. You do. You do, but I appreciate that because it does, it provides context. Because yes. I'm, I mean, this is nothing to do with dating, but like when you're texting someone, I like, I'm just generally really neurotic. And so I'm so worried that people are mad at me. So like any, and I probably use emojis then as a way to be like, hey, we're cool. Yeah. So anytime I use an emoji, even if I am irritated with someone, I'll like send a, a, a message with a smiley to be like, even though I'm like, but no, it's all cool. It's all cool. But it's all it's cool. It's all cool. It's all cool. If I was you really be on time next time, no, but, but really, no. but it's all cool. Kendall, no, yeah. it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like I'm very sarcastic. So if I don't put an emoji, an emoji yes. on the message, people are going to think I'm serious. I know, but then it sucks because then I feel like, especially like when I have message like people that I have dated at the beginning, especially like I'll want to be sarcastic, mm-hmm. and I'll think, well, maybe they're sarcastic too, and then I'll send it with an emoji, and then they're kind of like. Well, yeah, I knew you were kidding. Like, they haven't said that, but I could tell that's the vibe. And I'm like, oh, I should have just gone for it. I should have just been sarcastic and trusted that they would have picked up on the vibe. And that that's also has to do with, like, messaging chemistry. That's true. And that's a huge part of, like, dating apps nowadays. You have to have messaging chemistry, which not always translates to real in-life chemistry. No, and this is the the wild thing that happened to one of my best friends, my best guy friend. uh, He's actually now married. He met his wife on OkCupid. She's lovely. Um, But one of the first people he met on OkCupid when he was newly single is somebody that he thought he had great chemistry with. Like mm-hmm. they were messaging back and forth all the time, like essay long messages. Then they talked on the phone. Then they Skyped. They had oh, seen each they other. They like took the necessary levels. They took all the necessary levels. Yeah. And still, and then when they met, it was like nothing. It was like all the the, the, the chemistry they thought they had. It's like pumping you gone. up, you know? Yes. And I thought that was so fascinating that they were like so excited. I remember he was talking to me about her for like days. He's like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited to meet this girl. And then he came home and I thought like for sure it's going to be like wifey material. And he came home and he's like, yeah, there was no chemistry. But they I, both agreed. They both agreed. So they were on the same page. Yeah. I wonder if they just built each other up so much behind yes. the screen. It's almost as if like in battle, you're like, you know, pumping yourself up and then you put down the screen and you're like, never mind. Never mind. Yeah. And it might be that too. But but also I like when I first joined all those sites and stuff, especially like OkCupid, I'm not on it anymore. But when I was, I would totally have these long essay length messages with these women and then we would like never meet up. And I'd be so confused. I'd be like, well, then if we're going to spend all this time 
getting to know each other, investing, getting to know you, even electronically, then why aren't we going to meet up? So now I'm kind of like, I get a feel for the person. I see if there could be like good conversation. And then pretty quickly, I'll say like, hey, would you like to get a drink or get coffee? And I usually put coffee on the table because you never know if somebody's sober. Or coffee's what. casual. It's casual. It's it's also in the middle of the day. I'm trying to have more like sober dates because I think it's good to just like, I agree. understand like, okay, this is a natural chemistry. It's not being brought on by anything else. And I think that's really valuable. It's yeah. a really valuable time. There's less pressure, I feel like, when it comes to coffee. Yes. Because when it when it does go, I, I almost feel if a guy offers like drinks first, I'm thinking, you're thinking this is. You're thinking about. You're thinking this we're is going, going after. Yeah, we're um, thinking about that. Yeah. Like I'm going to my bed after. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, hey, you know what? Yes. If, if you don't want to, then you don't want to. Um, but, but yeah. So I like coffee. Coffee is great. And then always having like, I don't know. I always do this. Like I always have a thing that I'm going to go to after just oh, in smart. case. In case. So I always like meet up with coffee and I say like. You know, when they say, oh, what are you up to later? I'm like, oh, I've got like a friend's birthday party or I'm meeting up with friends for drinks later. So that way, if I if it's really awkward, I know I can just kind of like, You're like dang it. Bye. I got to go. I got to go. Oh, my gosh. Where'd the time go? That's smart. So smart. are you do you mind me asking? Are oh, you yeah. on the apps yet? Are you thinking about going on the apps? You know, there's always the temptation of going on apps um, because it's almost intimidating to be in like the quote unquote real world yeah, and to find a connection anymore because yeah. apps, there's such like a shortcut. And it's not necessarily a bad shortcut. It's just like here is you can visibly look at this person, see their dating resume, and um, it almost takes away rejection. It does. Face to face. It does. And it also just kind of like expedites. It just expedites the process, really. It does. And you can yeah. get a vibe. I love I'm the kind of person that loves to FaceTime first. That is well. really brave. Because I've never you done get, that. Before I meet someone, I need to know like if they have I hate to say this word energy, but no, no, you no, can no, feel real. it real. with FaceTime, like face to face. Like are you do you really hold up to who I think you are via message? Because people can take everybody here is gorgeous and people mm. can take great photos of themselves and then you just oh, yeah. then you see them in action and that might have been what happened with my friend and his date mm -hmm. is they met and they're like, Oh, our energies don't match mm -hmm. at all. Yeah. And it's yeah. interesting how it changes and it doesn't translate. No, not yeah. at all. You can't even get it through pictures. Yeah. And I have friends that are like really beautiful and, and not photogenic too. Like you could mm -hmm. see them in a picture and you're like, oh, they, they don't take a picture. Well. Like, but then you meet person. a person and then you're like, oh my gosh, look at this personality. <laughs> I would rather have that. I oh, would same. rather have someone be pleasantly surprised yes, in person <laughs> than like, oh, but you know, you're so beautiful in your pictures. What but a huge part of that has to do with like personality. Yes. And absolutely. FaceTime, I would say FaceTime before okay. meeting in person, because then going out on a date, it just takes a lot of effort. Yeah. And I think that's the reason why a lot of people ghost or like, cancel last minute, because it's like I have to go out, meet this person who I'm not even sure if I'm really going to like them. You know, I think you might be a genius, Kendall. Yeah. I think you might have cracked the code because then it's it's low commitment. Mm -hmm. If you don't find that there's a vibe, you don't actually have to, like, make the time to go on a yeah. date. And then neither person feels uncomfortable. You can just both understand, like, hey, I guess this didn't work out. Yeah. Or maybe meet in, like, in a social setting where you bring your friends, I bring my friends. I'm, only, yeah. I'm saying this because I haven't been in this dating world for a while so i know you're, you're gonna you know, i'm sure i'm getting like, bombarded with like everyone asking so like when are you are you like ready to date kendall are you like ready to do this like you're yeah, just like tired like, of answering so much questions. pressure i mean coming from a relationship that had a lot of public pressure yeah now there's like a different kind of pressure of now you're single now what 
Yeah. And you're like, well, maybe I want to be single. Yeah. And maybe it's, that's and it's nice being single, but there's a comfort. I will say I'm a relationship person, but um, but the idea of going into the dating world with dating apps or even just going out, I feel like the last few times I've gone out with my friends, I've been so like I almost feel like I'm still in the mindset of being like a loyal girlfriend. Oh, weird. Like, do you yeah. feel like, is it almost like a, like a, you know, when they say people like lose an arm, like they have like a ghost arm, yes. like you have a go- ghost boyfriend. I have boyfriend, a ghost boyfriend. But you're like, oh, I can't be doing, I'm like, I can't oh, I with can't, this guy. Like, oh, I'm, I'm, no, no. Oh, wait, yeah. maybe I'm not. It's like, I don't even, I need to like start reprogramming my brain to recognize attractiveness in other people. Oh, but that's really sweet. I know. Because I'm so monogamous. I am. That's I'm so like a sweet. Strict I, I, don't, I, I, like... Sound, I don't want that to sound patronizing or condescending. <laughs> no. but I actually genuinely think that's really yeah. sweet. Yeah, I just I shut that part off my brain. I'm just like, all right. So now I'm kind of like breaking down that wall of, okay, it's okay yeah. to to be interested in people again. And it can just start, you know, like slowly, like you go out and maybe you just have a conversation with a guy and just don't even think of it as like thinking friends. Fr- just say like <laughs> I think almost like tricking yourself into thinking, "Hey, this is this is going to be friendship." Yes. Even if you might be thinking of more. You're and like it this takes is that gonna intimidation be away as yeah. well because I feel like being interested in someone is intimidating. Yes. Because you're like, oh, now I need to showcase like my best self. Now I need to hopefully oh, they exhausting. live up to who I believe they are to be. Yeah. When was the last date you were on? Oh, my gosh. Uh, ooh, December. December. That's a long time ago. Yeah, but not for me. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's good. Why, why would you say it, um, it's been since December? Oh, well, I just I was on the apps for a while. But also like something that I've noticed is like and I don't want to like, you know, stereotype gender. But um. I have found that when there is like a, a a man involved, things tend to just happen a little bit quicker. Like they're, mm. I and this is awful, and it's like I said, we can ignore all the stereotypes. But uh, so my friends who date men, be they men or women, uh, find that they go out on more dates. They hit, get more people who swipe right on right on them, and because even you mm-hmm. were saying you've heard people saying that they just swipe right on everyone. Yes, a lot of guys swipe right on everyone, and then they go back and reevaluate. Women are not like that. Mm-hmm. We're actually thinking yes, no, and most of the time it's no. And so when you have two people who are of the same gender who are both selective, you kind of you don't get as many matches. Which I think could, there's more quality matches. Would you say? Yeah, but then you still have the problem of like people then not meeting up. And I'm guilty mm-hmm. of it too. So I'm not like pointing the finger, or being like, oh, people are ghosting. Like I'm doing the same thing. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, when you have fewer matches then you go on fewer dates so you know i may only match with one person every couple of weeks wow it's pretty sparse yeah do you feel like and also very selective so it's but do you like, feel like you me. need someone who has more of like a a personality that would like make things happen or are you that person i i am someone that i like to be i like to find my match so i am somebody that i am an initiator but i also like somebody who can like be assertive but also take the backseat. Like to mm-hmm. me, it's like a gentle push and pull yeah. of of the dating. It's like I will reach out and I'll make a joke. And then so like my thing is always like I want to be able to make someone laugh, mm-hmm. but I also want someone to make me laugh. It's really important. Humor, which yes. is super important. Yes. But it's interesting because I'm normally more, and I was talking about this with my sister recently. I'm usually more of the aggressor when it comes to okay. letting someone know that I'm interested in them. Yeah. Like I will like, you will know if I'm interested in you. That's good. Um my sister more so, she likes the man to be more aggressive. And See, I, I mean, don't like that. 
I think either, I mean, you know, I said, I know I say to you, I'm like, oh, that's good, but that's good too, Kylie. Yeah. I know she's like out there, like, <laughs> you go, girl. Um, you know, I think for me, it's just about knowing there's interest. I think mm-hmm. making sure that it's clear because ultimately we both, I think like, when you're in a situation like you kind of both want there to be like a dance like you want yes. there to be clarity but also uh i don't know i i kind of i know that i like i don't want to say like the chase but i do like an element of mystery yeah so like but i don't want it to be so mysterious that it's like i don't know where you're, that you're doing all the work and then you have no, to because yeah. it's like that doesn't i don't want to waste your time either like if you're not into it let's not do this you know yeah. that's kind of where i come from so uh yes i like to be an assertor but i also want someone to be like clear and say yeah this is what I'm looking for. This is what I'm and looking I'm for. And I'm interested in you. Yeah, something like playful. I would say playful flirtation, like a like a let's see let's see how it goes, but like constant moving forward. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because there's and the one thing I also hate is that when you're having a conversation back and forth with someone, and it is on a messaging on an on a dating mm-hmm. app, um, and then there's like the people who like have stop answers. Yeah. It's like an answer yeah. that's just like, um, cool. Or, haha, yeah, that is funny. And, I, uh, and you're like, and, and then, uh, yeah. and then. So I'm just not looking forward to getting back on dating apps. But at the same time, I kind of am excited that that could yeah. be something that I'll be ready for eventually. And at the very least, I have always had interesting experiences. I have never had a date that I was like, eh, I could have gone on it or I could have not. Like even the, not want to say bad dates, but the ones that weren't great i've had great stories from and i've learned something and you always learn something that's true you meld your lives together for like a brief moment you cross paths and how how wonderful is that you get to like spend an hour or two with a stranger that you may never see again it's kind of it's fascinating it's kind of romantic it it, it kind of is even if it's not (laughs) even if you're like there's no romance it's still a little romantic it's a little romantic all right so we are going to take a quick break but when we come back we are going to be answering some questions from you guys let's do it stay tuned all right, welcome back to Down to Date. I have the wonderful Annalise oh, here with me in the studio today. Shucks, Kendall. And we talked a little bit about our dating life, but mm-hmm. we have some fans here that have questions of their own. Yeah. So we're just going to dive in. Let's do it. The first question is, I have to, my sister sent a question. I love her so much for this. This is from Kyger Lily, my twin sister. She I love says, that. I love that so much. I, her, her, her like Instagram name game is amazing. Mine is like, Key Kendall 88. It's like so bad. Hers no, is- I was, can I really quickly sidebar? Where did the 88 come from? It's just my favorite number. Oh, interesting. No, and everyone thinks it's the year I was born. And I was like, it could potentially be, but I'm like 91. So like, yeah. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, Kylie wins. But I'll give her that one. She wins in an Kylie. Instagram name game. Um, so Kylie says, what's the most important question on a first date? I'm curious uh, what you think. Ooh, um, this wouldn't be the first thing that I would ask by any means. But I think I don't know if it would be a question, but I think it is good to know what you want. I think first date should be establishing like is Intention. this casual? Are you a monogamous person? Are you polyamorous? Are you want? Do you want to have kids someday? Um, and I know that seem those seem like very big, heavy questions, but I think that with the right person. Um, even if you're not a good match, I think it'll be the right thing to bring up. So I think at cer- yes. some point that should be brought up. I think big life things, it is, but that's not like a question. It's more of just like that should be brought up in the conversation because to clarify. Because there are deal breakers. Yes. You know what I mean? And I feel like before you go down that path of getting more connected, finding more chemistry, um, you want to make sure that you're 
basic like life expectations are met with someone that could potentially be a lifelong partner. Yeah, because the the most heartbreaking thing would be like if you met someone and, you know, for them, they were they want to get married someday. And you were like, I just don't see marriage. The institution of marriage uh, is something that I see in my future. And that would be so terrible if you fell in love. And, you know, then you're like, oh, I have to say goodbye to this person now. So I have a friend who recently went through that and uh, she really liked this guy. And for her, she's always thought of marriage. Like that's something she really wants. And he said that he didn't ever want to get married. And she kind of saw that as a deal breaker. It was at a point where it was like before the relationship got really serious. But that does happen. Like not everybody wants what you want. No, no. So that's the first question. Do you want to get married? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to get married? Do you want to get married? Do you believe in marriage? Like things like that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, What is a good. So Peter 2041 says, what is a good icebreaker when approaching a woman for the first time? And I think this could be when approaching just someone you're interested in for the first time. Yes. Um, What would be a good thing to say? Um, I don't know. I've always this is like not the thing to do, but I've always wanted to do the how I met your mother thing. But like to have a friend with you to be like, have you ever seen that show? No, I've goes, seen it, but I'm like not. He's familiar. like, have you met Ted? Like it's like kind of like a, you need a friend to do that. I've always like wanted that. to do that because it's like very just oh, it's like the best wing person, the best wing person. Um, I don't know if they're like if you're just going up to somebody. I guess I just don't approach people that often. But when I do, I try to make it something that is like very. uh don't say something. I, this isn't like a yes, but like don't say something about her appearance. I think yes. that'd be like the main thing. Like I know it may seem like a good idea to like, oh, I'm going to compliment, you know, about like, like she, your hair, your hair, you like you really nice hair. Or you know, I would say just like. Also, I need more context. Like if you're mm-hmm. like at a party, like do you know people here? Like are you at a bar? I would just assume that someone that you have no connection with at a bar like those are the most yeah. intimidating moments yeah i would say the before anything i think you need to make eye contact yes because you before you approach a woman make sure she wants to be approached and i know that we women can be a little confusing mm-hmm. um but something that's pretty clear is if a woman doesn't lo- if you look at a woman in the eye and she looks away pretty quickly she that's doesn't want to talk that's a clear indication she's a clear I would indication say making eye contact and smiling is the door opening yes. for conversation. So yeah, rather, exactly yeah. that. So rather than even like having like a, I mean, that is kind of like a, an icebreaker. It's like a physical nonverbal icebreaker, mm-hmm. but do that. And then once you get the nonverbal cue that it's okay, then I would approach and just say hi. Yeah. I mean, it's really simple. Just be like, hi, I saw you and I wanted to talk to you. And I think it's, it's also- like, It doesn't have to be complicated. <laughs> it really can just yeah. be that easy. But it's, I mean, I can understand being intimidated. Usually I feel like if you- are looking for somebody or you do want to be approached creating space for someone to approach yes you know i would say not like body language is huge not blocking your body off Mm -hmm. like opening your body up leaving like maybe some space next to you on a seat or at a bar Mm -hmm. you know for someone to come up um i know that when i'm not interested i will the the circle of friends will tighten Mm -hmm. (laughs) and we will cuddle (laughs) stay away from tight cuddled circles then you know and so i think that's the most important thing is like creating like you said creating space um and make eye contact and then you'll know and then it'll be super easy because you can literally say not anything but you can say anything that is like innocuous it doesn't have to be anything clever it can just be high yeah or i would also say um asking i i was watching um another like dating guru and they said Mm -hmm. um instead of 
making it jarring and intimidating by going up and being like, this bar is great, huh? You know, like yeah. obvious. You can more so be like, hey, I need to bring these drinks to my friends. Can I leave, you know, my oh, yes. jacket with you? You were mentioning that. Yes. I like that a lot. So and I think that also makes it so it's like, look, you're asking for a favor. It starts the conversation mm-hmm. up, but it's not directly intimidating. Yes. You know, so and also I want to also say this. Take cues for and I can't stress like body language enough when you're talking to a, a male or female mm-hmm. and you're interested in them. If their body is pointed away with one foot out, it means and don't it means like I kind of am not comfortable being closed in. Like, yeah. you know, what I mean, like give like an openness to. Well, I don't know. I don't, well, we can rewind that actually, because what no, I meant to say, I know what you mean, yeah, what I meant to say sense. was um, if you're approaching someone and you're interested, if you open your body up to leave at any moment, it makes the person you're talking to not feel. That's true cornered in like I'm going to stay here all night and I'm going you know do you ever get Mm -hmm. that stress oh all the time that's just I mean dating or not that's just my entire existence it's just like like, does this person even want to talk to me should I just am I just intruding um (laughs) but you know I think that's good and then also just being okay with maybe the conversation will end and just being comfortable with like hey this may not work out and then if you're comfortable with that then you'll have the confidence to say hi I would just say let the conversation end once take your space and then maybe approach again later you know keep them guessing it's almost like the hard to not the hard to get yeah i would even say just like if she wants to keep talking to you she will keep talking to you i think genderless like i will say it does not matter who you date if they are interested in you they will let you know they'll make it happen they will make it happen all right um so this is another question from meg42285 so meg asks do you miss having that special someone to do things with that's my biggest fear Oh, oh, well, I mean, I'll let you take this one away, Kendall. How do you feel? I mean, I think, yes. I I think after you're in a relationship for a really long time, you get really comfortable with having someone be your best friend. Yeah. And Joe was my best friend for a very long time. And it's hard to all of a sudden, like, cut that off so suddenly and how he moved to Chicago. And so it's like now I have to reassociate my life. And it feels lonely a lot. It does. But, you know, I feel like the one thing that keeps me going is to, like, know that, like, I have hope to eventually find, like, that person. And I know it's eventually going to happen. But I have days where it just sucks. Yeah. So, yeah. (laughs) No, you're just so heartfelt. I adore you. But it's Um, true. (laughs) No, it's it's. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I've like made my I've been single my whole life. So for me, it's like a different thing where sometimes I almost not get concerned about like like being in a relationship but like I want to make sure that I can and I will I will make room in my life for someone that I love but I want to make sure that I can I can do that so for Mm -hmm. me I'm like actually quite excited to someday meet someone because I'm like oh like I am quite comfortable doing I'm an only child like I well you're just a whole person yeah I mean I mean I don't feel that way all the time and Mm -hmm. I'm I'm insecure like anyone else's but uh but yeah, I think because I've spent so much time, uh, even as like a kid, just like making up stories in my head and writing music and writing sto- and writing stories, like I always made my own friends. I made friends with myself. And so now it's like, oh, I think like, yeah, it's time. Mm-hmm. It's time. And like, just give yourself, give yourself time and know that it's going to, um, 
it's going to happen when when and it happens and sometimes being single is just lonely i'm sorry it just yeah. sucks sometimes this is why i have a weenie dog guys hey you know what <laughs> that is a great companion yes he is uh quite handsome he's quite handsome um beautiful brown eyes oh my gosh um, those eyes yeah he's small dark and handsome <laughs> <laughs> that how long have you been practicing that one that uh, right that right now i just came out small Girl. dark and handsome <laughs> that was great okay so this question, I'm actually, this is something that I feel like I go back and forth on. Yeah. Um, so it's underscore Ari dot zero zero zero. It's hard to like know how to pronounce these. Um, says, if someone cheated, would you let them have a second chance? Oh, boy. Um, I think my my answer when I was younger, I was always like, no way. That's my Never. initial quick answer, too. No way. I mean, I think it depends on the situation. I think it depends on how it's handled. Um, I think if I have to give a simple answer, then I probably like I'd say I would break up with the person like if it had to be like a simple yes or no. Um, but I don't think that love or life or relationships are that single or so, that simple. Sorry. Mm -hmm. I think if if I found out in a way that was really if like say they came to me and they were like, oh, my gosh, so this thing happened and I feel really terrible. Uh, I don't think I could forgive right away. But depending on how long we'd been together, how uh, how they felt about the situation, um, if they'd be open to like not just going to like therapy with me about it to talk through it and to make sure that trust is okay, but maybe they need to see a therapist and talk mm -hmm. about why they did that. Um, you know, people make mistakes, but I, I think it would just, it would just ultimately depend on the person and the circumstances around the relationship. Yeah. And also I would say it depends how I found out. Oh yeah. If I caught, if I catch you, you're out. If I catch oh, yeah. you. Oh, yeah. yeah. No way. Yeah. No way. But if you come to me mm -hmm. and say, hey, this happened. I feel awful, but I want to like talk to you about it. Yeah. Like be the bigger person to come up to me. I have a little more respect for someone. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I think there's, it is circumstantial because I mean, I think the idea that relationships are completely black and white and completely like uh, on like one plane the entire time is very false. You fall in and out of love all the time. There are ups and downs. You're gonna hate them one day, love them mm -hmm. another day. Um, it's learning to coexist with another human that you that isn't you. Yeah. And that's hard. Yeah, especially when I can only imagine like when you're so in love with someone and you're like, this is the greatest person I have ever met and you're just in that like honeymoon period and everything is great. Um, the crash from that when mm -hmm. there is a big disagreement must be just, you know, you have to remind yourself, like, of course, this is going to happen. This would happen with a friendship. Mm -hmm. You know, like you think about your best friend, which there's not like rom there's nothing romantic or sexual with your best friend. I mean, that's, I don't know. I don't know yeah. what your life is. That's fine. <laughs> uh, but uh, that's still an element. I mean, people in your life, you disagree sometimes. Like you always love the person, but you're not always going to be like on the same page. Mm -hmm. And that's that's OK. And I think but it's probably harder in a romantic situation because you're just like, how are they not meeting my needs all yes. the time? Yeah, it's. I think it's easy to think someone knows what you need. The communication of like expressing what oh, you need. Gosh, yeah. I think people don't realize like you can't expect someone to fulfill all the things you need for your happiness. No, it's not their you job. Know? Yeah, it's, it's your not job. their job. It's your job. You it's should be job. happy and you should add to each other's life. I have a question for you. What oh, do you yeah. think is worse, emotional cheating or physical cheating? Ooh, mm, um, I mean, my gut says my gut says emotional, but I would be I'd be mad both. I'd yeah. both. I would be honestly equally upset. Like I think if somebody came to me and was like, 
I have fallen in love with someone else, that would be just heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. But I would still be hurt if they were like, oh, I had sex with someone else. I think that would it would just hurt in a different way. Yeah. I think there'd be I think there's a road back from a from physical cheating. I'm not sure there's an easy road back from an emotional. That's how I feel, too. Like I feel like physical. It's we're all animals. Yeah. We are. I mean, we all have like uh, physical weaknesses. Um, so I'd be willing to talk through physical cheating. Emotional, I would feel like maybe I'm just not the right one for you. Yeah. I don't think it's impossible, but I also think that that road is a much different road than than physical cheating. Yes. By far. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> well, on that note. On that note. <laughs> um, on that note, uh, thank you, everybody, for sending in all your questions. I know it's an extremely vulnerable thing to First of all, admit that you need help with something like dating. I know yeah. I need all the help I can get. Um, but uh, thank you for listening and talking through this. And yeah. Annalise, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. And uh, I just want to say now that I'm on this side, I just want to say thank you guys so much for listening to the show. It's a pleasure working with Kendall. And uh, I might say if you really like the show, please tell a friend. Tell five yes. friends. Tell ten friends. Share. And uh, yeah, share it. We are on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, and yeah, I just want to like do the plug thing. Because Rate, review, subscribe, you comment. Got it. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, everybody, for listening. And uh, we'll listen or see you next time. <laughs>